So if you have any questions for Papa Keith, go ahead and come to the front so we can ask some questions. We're just going to have a brief conversation. So, uh, Papa Keith, why don't you just let the people know what you do in the community right now? What's been going on? Wow. Um, so the whole story, we got time like that? Yeah, we got as much time as you got, man. Okay, cool. So, um, hey, Teach, what up? So I've been doing uh, radio for almost 20 years without saying my uh, age. And, um, you know, you in, in most businesses or things you do, you strive to make it at the top, you know? To reach your goals, to take care of your family, to buy the things you always wanted, to, you know? Your bucket list or what have you. So I was just cutting through, had my ups and downs of radio. Finally got on a, on a, on a good uh, situation. My dream job. Afternoons in Miami, it's on the beat. I started off with 99 Gems, and I went to the beat, back to 99 Gems, back to the beat. So the dream job is now, afternoon. So I'm like, yes! So I start the dream job. Everything's going good. I'm learning things. I'm making more money. I buy a house. My family's good. Kids good. And I'm like, yeah. But I was feeling mad empty inside. But I wasn't sure. Like, That's you know, the part I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I wasn't sure what it was, though, Mike. I was just like, okay, what's up? So I was searching for something, and I wasn't really sure what it was, you know? But little signs were there. Little things would, like, drop in, like... On a humanitarian level, but I didn't even know. Like, I'd see a kid drop a, a paper on the floor. I'd be like, yo, pick that up. Or, like, it was small little things like that, but I still wasn't getting it. But I, I know something was changing. And um, so, basically, a, a couple friends of mine had an intervention with me, like, one after the other. One came to me and said, yo, Keith, what are you doing? You know, what's your legacy? What, you know, what is this all for? And that hit me, and then the next day, another friend hit me with, like, the same thing. So you don't have to tell me twice, technically. So after that, I kind of understood I needed to do something. Literally the next day, I said, okay, I'm going to come up with this thing, because one told me I need to do something to brand myself. And the other thing was to be, you know, leave my legacy. So I came up with this name, PK for PM, Papa Keith for People Matter. So it had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter or anything that was going on. It was just, I felt people matter. Like, you know, we, we should care about each other, you know? And um, didn't know what I was going to do with it. But at the time, it was like a perfect storm. The elections was coming up. Okay, so we're talking about Hillary Clinton and the other guy. Right. So it was the worst. Do we curse at these things or yeah, no? Okay. It was so fucked up, the election situation. And a lot of young people were disencouraged. And I, I felt bad because it was a lot of their first time getting an opportunity to vote. Right, right. Some just turned 18, 19, 20. This is your first opportunity. You've waited four years, for, you know, for this one. And this is what you got? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I felt bad. So I said, you know what? Let me try to ignite people to vote. You know, younger people, millennials. So I started getting involved with that. Before that, I didn't care about voting. So you yourself had to find, not only were you empty and giving something to the community, you yourself had to find a purpose within yourself, and so now you started caring. Right. So when I started moving along, I started educating myself, and I realized the one thing that we all, you know, power that we all have equally is to vote. 
So if you got a million dollars, he's broke, as long as we're citizens and all the other stuff fall in, you can vote. we have that same power to vote. That's the one thing that we have. So it's really powerful. And I never you know, understood that, but as I grew and kind of dug into it, I realized how important that is. So then I started spreading that message. Okay. So I got involved, um, and then it was like a whirlwind. Because apparently a lot of people that talk to millenniums don't give a shit about, you know, voting or, you they know, don't politics. They the power that they have. Right. right. So there was nobody else in media doing what I was trying to do. So I didn't know shit, nothing. So um, some people guided me to a few people who were, like, really connected and kind of on the same vibe I was on in politics. Um I started talking to Valencia. Valencia Gunder, yeah. Gunder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dwight Bullet, amazing. Like, he's Dwight, my mentor. Dwight's in the house there. You right? lying yeah, yeah. to the face. There you go. Oh! <laughs> DB's in the building. This is the man I'm talking about right here. Now, the lights, I couldn't see. I'm sorry. Dwight Bullet. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Dwight, and this yeah. shit is blinding me. So, <laughs> so Dwight, he was very, very instrumental. I mean, he's walked me off several ledges, just not understanding what I should do and stuff like that. So he, I had him on the show, and I started putting on a lot of politicians and a lot of people to feed information so that while I'm teaching everybody, I'm learning while Dwight is on and I'm asking questions. I'm asking questions for me, and I'm hoping it's educating others, you know? So it's really cool. So just to take a, a break now, because a radio station is not going to let you do something like this. Correct. You're only going to have two-minute breaks. You only have right. segments. You, gotta, you know the deal. I'm biased, right? So uh, a hip-hop radio station is not going to give you a platform to just talk all you want about politics or anything for that matter. Because you got to move records. You got numbers to Right. Yeah, right. So because this election was so crazy and it's, you know, they gave me that platform to do that. But I always knew in the back of my head that we were going to keep it going. They didn't know that, <laughs> you know. You knew but that. I knew that, right? You know. So we did take advantage of the whole election, and we brought on a lot of politicians, a lot of community leaders to talk about the importance of voting and stuff like that. And when I got the response, the DNC kind of grabbed me. They were like, "All right, we see where you, you know, what you're dealing with." So. I got an opportunity to talk to Barack Obama. I talked to Hillary Clinton. I talked to Cory Booker. A lot of these people who are, you know, in the DNC, more in the Democratic part of it, that were major players, obviously. You know, the president, you know? Um, So while this is happening, I'm so busy moving and doing things, I'm not even, like, able to absorb it all, you know? So I'm getting all these amazing opportunities, and that's when I said, you know what? This is is where it's at. So now we have PK4PM. And a lot of people that don't know that should know, 103.5 to beat, but that's cool. But the really thing that you're holding it down with is your Facebook Live, your streaming. You have Urbanpreneurs, The Stage, and Famous Fridays. You're actually giving Whoa. people... Sorry, I couldn't save it. Technical. Um, you're actually saving people or giving people opportunities and giving them a platform that normally don't get to speak on a consistent basis. What yeah. led you down that path? The same thing, you know, making it about people. I think, you know, with social media, um, there's a trick to social media. Pretty much social media, what it is is that it's a platform to sell you back yourself. That's all it is. They're, They're just selling you yourself, you know? 
So when you go on Instagram, you see people giving quotes, and you see people taking pictures, it's like the best of your life. And it's a way of you to, you know, self-heal. I get it. Like, people self-heal with social media. It's the gift and the curse. So what's, what's the one thing, as you go through this journey, you now have, you're on the air five days a week, at least down here. I know you do about 20 other things. <laughs> you're on, you're streaming three days a week. What's the one thing you think South Florida is missing as far as building a culture that's more hungry for the knowledge that you're actually sharing? Because I see your show is around 1,500 views to 2,000 views where there's no reason why it shouldn't be 6,000 to 10,000 views to match the people that claim they want to make a change versus the people actually doing something. That's great, and I'll compare it to a concert. I uh, This is facts. There was a red man... Method Man concert. They were headlining and a bunch of other hip-hop acts around it. This was 10 years ago. That concert went everywhere in America and sold out and came to Miami and flopped. The thing with Miami is that we have too much going on. You understand what I'm saying? So when you... Because I do shows in other cities as well. So you have cities like Indianapolis, when an artist comes there, that's it. Like, everybody comes out. Think of it this way. You can go see Future, the top ones, Future, let's go for the Gusto, Future, Lil Wayne, all of them, right, in a concert. Rolling Loud, whatever you, concert. You can go watch them perform. But then you can go later on and live that night and stand arm's length away from them or close enough to them to feel like, yeah. It's, it's, it's so jaded here in Miami. It's, too, it's just too much going on, too much access, and people don't have an appreciation for core. I wish I could disagree with you, but you know we think alike on a lot of this. Um, <laughs> one of the things is when Teach called me and he was like, yo, we're we going to bring something back. We, we did Spirits and Bites, but I want to keep it going. And I know we rarely reach out to ask for favors. When you heard about us doing Tech Beats and Bites and you knew you were coming here, without even knowing everything, what was your first genuine response about knowing you were going to have to have a conversation? Well, when Teach hit me, I mean, he could t he could attest it. He could show you the text. I wish you could put on a Jumbotron. My response is absolutely exclamation mark. Because I'm in a position now where... I'm trying to do something that hasn't been done in a long time. And, I, and it'll be hypocritical of me to not want to be a part of something like this when I know it's these things that truly matter. Right. So no matter if it's five or 5,000, we have to have these things and we have to keep going. And whether the people catch on or not, we still got to do it. You still got to do it. I feel you. You understand? And you just got to hope people catch on. We had to catch... have a conversation. We had Can... this conversation, but I told you. How many of you guys remember from Washington, D.C., Petey Green? Do you guys remember him? You saw the movie? If you don't know Petey Green, if you actually ever get the chance to know this brother, I believe this man is the next Petey Green. Because you got to have somebody that can talk music, talk street relate to everybody, but share knowledge of politics and wealth, and that's what you're doing. So what are going to be the next ventures of PK that we can look forward to as you're building this brand? All right, so the reason I wasn't here earlier 
And excuse me, because I totally respect what you guys are doing. I respect you, Mike. I respect Teach and everybody involved. But I was in a planning meeting for an amazing event that, um, that me and my team will be doing. So we're actually taking the PK for PM platform and putting on a festival. I've never done a festival before in my life, Teach, like never. Um, but I felt moved to do it. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to wait till next year. I felt like, nah, let's just move with it. Whatever we get, we get. So basically what we're doing is a hip-hop festival in Liberty City. This is no disrespect. I know the cameras are rolling. Say it. Tell the truth. But let's go. This, but I'm going to just say this. Um, there's some amazing festival that's already happening in South Florida. There's one in Overtown. Really nice. There's one in Miami Gardens. Really nice. <laughs> We rev the engine. All right, so those are both in the hood, right? We will agree. But it's not a true reflection of the of, community that's there. Of the community that's there. And the people who need it the most are the youth. Right. You understand what I'm saying? No disrespect. I keep, you know, they're going to do what they do, but Jazz in the Gardens. Can you take your kid there? No, I'm going to keep it G. I'm not, they do what they do. They do a concert. They charge for it. It ain't like, you know, I'm disrespecting. I'm just showing you why I felt the need to do what I do. You got to create different environments for different people. Right. right. There's no, there's nothing there for the kids. You go and you enjoy it with your girlfriends and whatever. All of the acts are mainly, old, you know, older genre, R&B. You know what I mean? They may have R&B, like soul, and maybe soul. a little bit of old school hip-hop. Hip-hop, right. Over town, same thing. Great festival. Free. Beautiful. Yeah, John B, your B-rated artist. All right. Right. Okay. At the end of the day, the people who are going to go to see that those shows. 27 you don't to 40 need to, years old. Yeah, and you don't need to talk to them about gun violence and, you know, and all these different things and whatever. So I know people don't have the balls to do it, so I feel like I'm in a position to try to step out and try to do something different. So I'm keeping a hip-hop festival for free. In Liberty City, that has nothing. They don't have anything. The only thing they had, the last thing they had was uh, Devontae Freeman did a, a football um, camp yeah, there, yeah, the which camp. I was at. You know what I mean? But there's nothing there. So we're bringing a hip-hop concert there for free, a kid's zone for free. Kids come and play, a three-on-three -three basketball tournament, a Juneteenth resource, education, food, Village, so we're giving out bags so people could stuff them with in-kind products, different things, free. And on top of that, all of the vendors, corporate vendors, food vendors, a hundred percent of the vendors is going right back into the community, in that community, to two organizations. A lady named Miss Green. Who, uh, who who feeds uh, the community okay. when they can't eat, and this uh, and the circle of brotherhood, okay, which do things actually in that in community. community. That's you understand what I'm saying? So what I essentially tried to do was to do everything that I felt a real organization that's trying to do something in the community should do. Before this, I tried to input myself or see if I could associate myself with other organizations they had. It wasn't a good fit for me. In their words, in some of their words, and I'm not going to call them out, I'm not a black professional. 
Because I wear Jordans and I talk shit on the radio. I guess I'm not a black professional. I guess I'm definitely fine. not because I drink on air and everything. I'm just like, I mean, that's fine. Must not be. That's fine. So we just create our own lanes. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. So that's what I decided to do is just to, to create a lane. But I wanted to do it in a way where it was a blueprint where I could say, hey, you know, this is how I did it. This, this is, is how, how you this is it. how it could be done, and this is how you need to do it. Well, you know what they say: when opportunity doesn't knock, just build your own damn door. So I just wanted some people to understand. I, we appreciate what you're doing, but oh, sorry, but it's called a People Manifest. I was about to say we got to tell. Yeah, you yeah, sorry, because it, teach, <laughs> like we said, we break shit. So he ain't told nobody else. Yeah, we break records. We break stories at Tech Beats and Bites. So you heard it here first. Yeah, you're actually. So to be honest with you, you you did hear it here first. Um, today was supposed to be our teaser launch, and we decided not to do it. We're actually we're actually launching it after Rolling Loud, which is a, a week from today when it'll so actually we'll go out. So we'll make sure this video rolls a week from today. Do you we'll think? Put it out. Do you think? And um, I'm actually going to talk about it on the radio on Friday. So this is actually yeah, you did get it first. Um, it's Father's Day weekend, which another thing Father's Day weekend is nothing. It's nothing going on for Father's Day weekend. We don't do anything to celebrate Father's Day weekend on a on a level. So I decided to do a Father's Day weekend a tie into Papa Keith, whatever. Okay. I've always dreamt of doing something Father's Day weekend. Fulfill your dreams. Right. Man. That's what life is so about. So it's Saturday, June seventeenth at Charles Hadley Park. Okay. And um it's called People Matter Fest. So guys, we gotta support that. I think Teach, we can put something together for him and help him out. We'll be there. And Hold up. There's a call to action with that festival. Go. So what we're asking for, for the whole of Miami, is a 24-hour ceasefire. So we're asking that everybody put their guns down for 24 hours to respect that. Each one of the 24 hours is going to represent a family that lost someone to gun violence. Like a Trayvon Martin's family is going to be one hour. King Carter, you know. Moment of silence and more in respect. No, in respect. Like each hour of the twenty-four military. I like that. I like that. So we're asking for that eight p.m. the Friday to eight p.m. the Saturday, which will be the end of the festival, and hopefully we can celebrate that twenty-four hours we had no gun violence in the whole of Miami. Congratulations on that, man. That's dope. Really appreciate that. So we're gonna hit you with some quick rapid fires just to wrap it up. If anybody has a question, just come up closer to the stage, but. What's the best thing you listening to on radio right now? Can I be honest with you? I'm so engulfed with music because of the radio and because I produce and yeah. do all that stuff. So it's music, be music, honest. music. Always be honest. Um, I'll say two things. Uh, I listen to comedy. Okay. <laughs> I actually, you know, in the car, I have a, you know, the, where I can listen to comedies, you know, skits. and then, uh, Right. So I listen to that when I have my free time. I try to not listen to any not music. Not listen to music. But right now, I kind of like... Um, the Kendrick Lamar, damn. Damn, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And um, I'm starting to get into some alternative music. It's almost the music that you listen to in the lobby of a hotel. Lounge, lounge house yeah, music. But yeah, but I think they call it like electronic uh, alternative. I call it... No, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one group called, um, that I just got put on to called Zoo. It's spelled Z, not Z-H-U. Check out Thundercat. Yeah, check out Thunder. All right, I heard of that. I heard of that. I heard of that. You'll like that. But they're all animalistic because there was another one I found called Animal Something. It's all these animals. Thundercat, Zoo. Primary, man. <laughs> Go back to the root. All right. What's the one thing you think Miami is missing the most? 
Wow. Um, mommy's so amazing on so many levels. Um, man, that's a tough one. What is Miami missing the most? I think Miami is missing the most unity. I think because there's so many di so much diversity down here because we're the melting pot, I would love if we could have an underlying foundation. Okay. Where, like, if something happens, we all get together. You know how, like, they say when you go to New York, you go to these other places, you got to pay homage. You go to Houston, you got to holler at Bum B. Like, you go to Miami, you don't have to holler at anybody. You just we have your... no gatekeepers. Right, you just do your thing. So I would love to see, like, a Miami foundation where we can command certain respects because it is like people just come here and do whatever they want, shit, leave, you know, eat, They sleep, do take shit. their money and go. Yeah. All right. If you could tell if you could tell yourself something now that you wish you knew five years ago, what would it be? If I could tell myself something now that you wish you knew five years ago. So a mistake you made or something you wish you knew five oh, years okay. ago, what would it be? It goes a little more than five years, but it's still gonna apply. Um but it was about five close to five years when I realized. Um you can't depend on others to see value in you and want to do something, no matter how talented or smart or the ideas you have, you have to understand that everything that you need for you to succeed is within yourself. Like, you have to really believe that shit. You know what I mean? I got you. One goal, one thing you want to accomplish in 2017, what would it be? And then we're going to open it up to the audience. I would love to see... The People Matter Festival will be 5,000 deep, successful, and to see that 24-hour ceasefire be completed. We can make that happen. So I'm going to bring up... Go ahead. Come on. If you'll shout it out, I'll repeat. Come on up. I'm going to give you the mic. Bojoy. Hey, how you doing? Pleasure. How you doing? I read your name tag. I'm very attentive. Uh <laughs> First of all, yeah, my name is John Beaudre. First of all, uh, shout outs to you, man. You are an exceptional black professional, uh, no matter what, with the Jordans fresh. <laughs> uh, you're a very powerful uh, black professional, too, actually. One of, the, one of the, the very few that has the voice and has the presence and has the actual the, the reach. Uh, I spent eight years in China. I just been in Miami a little under a year, right, uh, doing business, actually doing a lot of entertainment in, in China and things like that with, with different artists. Um, but here in Miami, uh, and just looking at um, kind of who has the voice and who has the power. My question is to you, um, what is uh, the main thing that you wish you could talk about, but because of obvious constraints, professional constraints, that you say, well, you know what, I can talk about these things, but this thing, I wish I really could say it, but I know this is not the place, so I'm going to just kind of stay, you know, within the bounds. And then if there's nothing, then what is something that you'd like to talk about more? That's a, that's a great question. Uh, so basically... For those who couldn't hear, he said, what are some things that I would like to talk about? Maybe on the radio, but I can't because it's politically incorrect or because of, you know, certain circumstances. To be honest with you, I am, I am pretty free-spirited. about to say, and, it's a lot of um, shit he say, so I don't I know what I do you say a lot of stuff. So I'm not sure if I have that problem. I think I'll have it more as I grow. Because the more I learn... And the more I grow is the more I talk about 
things and stand for things and stuff. But because I've just woke up since October of last year, I'm very green in a lot of aspects. What up, fly guy? Uh, That's one thing, you know. I'm very green. I appreciate that about you. You're very humble with the aspect of letting people know that you were growing. And I think uh, that's one of the things that probably draws more people to your show. Well, that's how you and I met. Because we had a meeting and he started dropping some things and I was like, Father, teach me. (laughs) Because the the one thing with people, you know, sometimes it's, it's, you know, we're, we're a prideful people, you know? We'd like to believe we're prideful. But... If I act like I know everything, then what is there for me to learn? What are you going to teach me? But if I humble myself and, you know, open myself, then I can learn. And I just believe I can learn from people that way, you know, because I just don't know everything, you know? Sure. Of this new stuff that you have learned, what is the best thing that you say, hey, of this new stuff I've learned, I want this. This, this people need to know I need to kind of What's the biggest thing you want to push to the community? It's two things. Their power to vote is really important. Billions of dollars have been spent on minorities for us to not care about our vote and not to understand where we came from and for us to just kind of like lose ourselves. You know what I mean? And just be regular citizens. You know what I mean? I would really like to empower people more and for people to understand the power that they have. You know what I mean? And it gets a little bit more spiritual with me because, I mean, I recently became like, well, more than recently became agnostic and I'm more like open to talk about it now before I'd be like, uh, you know? But the same way how a person may, may want to push religion on me, well, then why can't I just talk about why I don't have no any any interest in it? You know what I mean? So I just feel like if we could be less divided and we could come together a little bit more and learn about each other, oh, man. But there's a lot of people that spent billions for us not to do that. All right, guys. So we want to give a round of applause to Papa Keith and thank him for coming out tonight. Now, remember... The man said ginger, beer, and uh, Johnny, Bo- Walker. Johnny Walker. Nobody bought him a drink. I mean, y'all got to buy the man a drink. It's, it's the least you can do. Bar- you got- All right. So hold him down at the bar. We want to appreciate you guys for coming out. We thank you very much for showing up for Tech Beats and Bites. Catch us on the next one. Now you understand it's more than just a gathering, man. This is a TV show. Y'all are a live audience. So the more you participate, the more we are able to give to you. So thanks for coming out. Papa Keith, appreciate you for coming out, my brother, and doing Thank everything you. you do. Thank you. I appreciate you, uh, Teach, and the whole team, Dante. Uh, House of Mac, food truck, I can't wait, you know, of course, to grab a bite. and uh, Got to get you some wings. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he knows I don't eat meat, but you oh, know what I mean? Damn. Uh, damn. I'm sure I can pull a salmon out of his truck. <laughs> Absolutely. He got that back Yeah, get the man some salmon and mac and cheese. Let's make that happen. <laughs> but uh, follow me on Instagram, Papa underscore Keith, P-A-P-A underscore K-E-I-T-H. Uh, if you want to get more information about uh, Papa Keith for People Matter, the Instagram says a lot. I bring people on, like you said, and I put them on my PK4PM Instagram to tell their story, to talk about their situations. So follow that at PK, the number four, and PM on Instagram or Twitter. Thank you for everything you do for the community, brother. Thank you so much. Hey, all right, guys. Let's get the music going. Let's get this out.